Live from the Big G's Pizza Studio on Clark Street, this is Five Songs with Friends, Chicago's Music Discovery Podcast. Nicotine Dolls formed in New York City in the summer of 2017, combining their diverse musical background and aesthetic to create the soundtrack for Paranoid Adults. Through DIY touring and consistent city shows, Nicotine Dolls have used that music to develop the high energy and passionate shows that they have come to be known for. I have Sam of the band here. What's going on, Sam? Nothing much, man. Okay, well, dude, I'm really super... Really great description. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you guys wrote it up, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Pat true, yourself that's on the true. back there, I like it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun stuff, man. So what's what's going on? Tell me about Nicotine Dolls, dude. So you guys are a four-piece um, in New York. What uh, What's kind of the genesis of the band? Yeah, so um, I, for a couple of years, there was like a weird time where I was doing uh, a musical theater show, right? And it was a... You played... There were... The actors in the show played instruments. So one of the dudes in the show, John, uh, we were talking when we were doing it, and I was like, I'm probably not going to do musical theater after this, um, but I want to start a band, and you're a dope guitar player, so let's do that. So we started the band, um, and then the rhythm section just came through like trial and error. So John and Abel, um, we just had so many drummers and basses keep falling out, keep falling out. And then John and Abel came and it was perfect. Um, and then we just started playing around and touring and doing as much stuff as we could, as we could do. Wait, so how did you get into musical theater? What, how does one even like get attracted to that? So, (laughs) well, yeah, like I, I was doing on my end, I was doing the music thing in New York for years. Like, I spent three years playing music down in the subways and then I was not making enough to pay my rent and um, had to get a job. And a friend of mine was like, Oh, you should sing on stage to like a story. And I was like, yeah, I'll try that. Uh, It was, it was just like a friend's suggestion to me to uh, make some cash. And it worked out. Like I did like a couple of years. It was like consistent job. Um, doing that but then i'm not see i'm not like the biggest musical theater fan is the issue right right well so tell me a little bit more about like this busking thing you were doing in the in the subways and stuff like what what was like do you have any like really cool stories or like any maybe interesting um you know interactions i mean you'd want to share i i did that for years and um it was crazy like i made enough I think it's pretty cool. Like I made enough for three years to kind of pay my bills to like to the dollar pay my bills. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've had like the weirdest, I had a guy come up to me, this, this, uh, he was a homeless guy, but he just came up and he stood right in front of me and he made really direct eye contact. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Cause I feel like you're doing something. And then he just like, he shit his pants. <laughs> But how did you? He just stood in front of me, shit his pants, and then didn't move. What? What do you just even? Like dead in the do? eye. What? What happens? Like, do who wins that? Did you win the stare down or did he? I'm. I know he 100 percent won. I stood there for a while and just kept playing Wonderwall, and he was like not moving. <laughs> so I was like, all right, dude, you win. Uh, so this what I'm is hearing is Wonderwall has the brown note in it, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> somewhere, just somewhere in those three over. chords. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, man. So that's cool. So you guys started Nicotine Dolls uh, about two years ago, it sounds like, right? Yeah. And so have you guys um, had a chance to get in the studio and make a full length or EP or anything like that to this point? No. So we actually, this, I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow we start the EP. So we're in for four days and we've been kind of like our last single that we put out, Fake, um, is by the same guys. So the, we have two producers on on the record and we've been working for a while on like, do we want to do a full length? And we've been just kind of like doing singles at um, Tarkin studios in Connecticut. And we're working with Greg Giorgio, who is the engineer um, and mixed like a bunch of the national records and did frightened rabbit. And, oh, wow. Uh, Interpol and gang of youths. Like he just did the last uh, death cat for cutie record. Um, oh, that's so he's like a super, Super cool, dude. And then Eric Sanderson, who was the guitar player in Augustine. Um, the, the two of those dudes have been like our guys, and we're going in this weekend to do the first like five song EP. Nice, that's awesome. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see see the result. Uh, so, how do you guys get shows? Because you said you have, you know, in your bio, you mentioned you have consistent city shows. Uh, maybe for like yeah, s- yeah. some tips we, yeah, for people out there that don't have like a final product, like how have you guys been getting shows? Yeah. Um, I think the thing to do is one to go to shows, like go to your friends as much as like, I think a lot of the times when your friends like, Hey, can you come to my show? <laughs> if you're a musician, you should go. Cause then you'd be like, at, even if they're not great afterwards, you go up and you do that thing where you're like, you guys are great. Also, who's the person you talk to, to get this show. <laughs> and then, you find out who they talk to. Um, but yeah, it's just like go to shows, talk to the bartenders. Bartenders are a big one. Um, that's how we booked uh, some of our first shows. It's just like talking to bartenders and being like, hey, do you guys have music here? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Email this person. Nice. So a little bit yeah, of hustle I mean, networking. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I think that's like the, that's the, as much as things like switch and change and stuff, the root of it will always be like, network network net like no people just like meet as many fucking people as you can yeah and it sounds like you're kind of have a pretty good skill set at that at this point i mean if you've been hustling you know making music work for you know many years at this point it seems like you've you've kind of got it down to a science to a certain extent yeah yeah i think yeah i mean it's it's obviously i mean i've been doing it for i left i left high school when i was like 17 to go do music so i've been doing it for 10 years and it we're just starting to like move a little bit but it's it's crazy like you work every day like it's gonna happen tomorrow you know like tomorrow is gonna be the day that things really start to move but if you work every day like that maybe in 10 years like it starts to move a little bit wow man dude that's that's fucking awesome i I, hats off to you for staying true staying course doing what you love and and you know putting full force energy into it thank you man yeah I love it. Well, so let's talk about it. We got an awesome song here today, a song called Burning a Good Thing. Um, It's been, you've submitted it in the fashion of this uh, Tiny Desk concert submission. So can you kind of tell tell me about the song and like what went behind the Tiny Desk and all that jazz? Yeah. Yeah. So um, one, I love, I love Tiny Desk. Um, I think they have, uh, they always have really interesting people. And like sometimes it may not, like they have like huge names pop up on there. And then they'll have like this weird like jazz funk band that maybe three people have heard of. Like that's a cool that's a cool concert series if they if the if it's that diverse. Um, so we did not do the contest last year because I didn't think we had a good enough song. Um, and then this year, 
we had burned in a good thing, which was I, I was seeing somebody and um, I was very much in love with uh, somebody else. So I wrote this song that was kind of supposed to be like a um, like a, a Phil Collins meets Africa type vibe, but with like a little bit of Heim on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so we rehearsed at, a, at Pirate Studios in Brooklyn and they do this thing where they like, record the room whenever you rehearse so we also if um the we're gonna play the audio from it but if you watch the video submission that this audio is from uh the camera like the shot that you see in the camera our tripod actually like we only had an hour to record this thing right um because of the scheduling of the studio so i put the camera on the tripod and the tripod just like snapped in half (laughs) what so yeah dude i i put the camera i like you have to like twist the camera on the top of the tripod and then I twisted it and the whole top of the tripod just goes like and breaks. So we took uh, guitar cables and a lamp and then just like tied the camera to the side of a lamp with guitar cables. Um, and like, we couldn't hear, like, I think the first, some of the vocals on this, like the first line you can barely hear because we couldn't hear the audio levels. So it was just like a shot in the dark audio um, on this, but it's cool because like maybe the first line of vocals are a little muffled, but the rest of it's okay. Um, and this is just like this is a tune that's going to be on the EP. It's one that I really love. It's like catchy, but if if you listen to it, it's also kind of sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my favorite kind of writing. Sweet. Well, let's let's play it. This is a song called "Burning It a Good Thing" by the Nicotine Dolls. Cut, sweat. Desk song two three four. Another dark noise, we'll burn in the gloom. Someone that's not. 
Burning a good thing. Nicotine dolls. Yeah, fun stuff, man. A crazy <laughs> that's a crazy turn of events, but like also like the like the a microcosm for like your whole musical career, right? Like you just like say, fuck it. It my tripod breaks. I don't care. I'm gonna keep making it work. Like we're gonna get this thing done. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Man. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. That's like we we had the like we were just on tour. Um we went to Texas and on our last show, like we we tour in the van that I live in. So oh, I live dude. in my no van. Way. I used to fucking um, live in a van for a and, whole year. So, dude, we can bond over that. Oh, hell yeah. I love it. What kind of van do you have? Yeah, man. Um, what, I, I had a Volkswagen Eurovan, but I oh, like sweet. built the whole inside out. Okay. Yeah, dude. Like, I ripped everything out. It was awesome. But this is like, it's also the van we tour in. And it's also like a piece of shit, man. It is falling apart and has so many mechanical. Like it, the sensor goes off every time you drive it. Like the car goes beep beep, like it's breaking. So we drove. Of course, obviously we drove that all the way down to Texas. Um, and then like, but it, uh, the, this band. Every time something good happens, something bad has to happen. Um, so we had a great tour, and it was our last show. And we're coming back to New York, and nothing happened with the car the whole time. And right when we start to like get to New York, and we have a show in a couple hours, we're like, yeah, we have so much time. Our front left tire didn't just go out; it exploded. And then the spare tire underneath the car didn't fit the car, oh, no. so we had to wait for a tow truck guy to take us to a mechanic in the middle of the forest. Like it was insanity, and we had to. Can- we ended up like canceling the show, and and then like we had to. So here's the cool thing: this is like a speaking of networking. So that night we had to cancel a show, but we still wanted to do a show. So we were like, okay, we can't get to New York by eight o'clock, but we can get there by eleven o'clock. So what if we cancel the eight o'clock show and then let's hustle for twenty minutes and book another show today at like a couple hours later. So because of the bands that we know and because we talked to everybody after every show, we were able to like cancel the show and book another That's show. Wild. In That's such minutes. a cool story, man. And like it speaks volumes to like your once again, just like the hustle of this band, like you guys will do whatever it fucking takes to make this shit work. That's the only way to do it, man. I mean, man. like there's no other there is no other option, right? Yeah. No. Like you you are you're either all in or it's like don't or like <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that for all our friends out there in cover bands. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's so cool, man. Well, so tell me like out there in New York, obviously you guys are very well connected. Can you, and I'm sure you have like a laundry list of of awesome underground bands out there that you think people should hear, but can you give me maybe your top one or two that come to mind right now of like, who are some bands people need to hear? Yeah. um, The Penniless Wild, our band that we played with a couple of times and they put on like a crazy awesome show. I'd say the Pennyless Wild. Is it the, the Penny Goes um, Wild, you said? And then... Pennyless Wild. The okay. Pennyless. The Pennyless Wild. Yeah. Um, they're awesome. And then on the other side of that, because we've, we've also done some stuff with, like, singer-songwriter people. Um, so X Rowan um, is her name. R-O-W-A-N. Rowan. Um, and she's, like... Her stuff, she has a song called, uh, I forget like the exact name of it, but I think it's called Fuckboy. And that the second she was like, this song is called Fuckboy. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you're cool. That's, that's a great, it's a great name for a song. And her, she just has this, like haunting voice and beautiful nice. Awesome. Songs. We'll definitely have to check those out. Very those, cool. Those would be our top. I love it, man. Um, so tell me, like, what what does the future have in store? Obviously, you guys are going in the studio very soon, and then you know, hopefully, you'll put that out pretty quick. So, like, do you guys have kind of? Yep. A, a, are you planning on doing tour things? Like, how can people 
kind of stay in touch with all of the future things? Yeah, we're, so I think the best way is that like we're most active on our Facebook and Instagram, but our, our website kind of keeps everything um, connected and everything is just like, if you're on Facebook, it's nicotine, it's nicotine dolls. If it's on Instagram, it's at nicotine dolls, it's nicotine dolls.com. Um, so we are putting this EP out uh, in late June is the target. Oh, damn. Um, and then that'll be, yeah. So that'll also have um, some video work. Like we're, we're going to put out two videos. Um, and then we're going to tour in August. We're going to do a Florida run in August. So we'll just do like an East Coast down to Florida and back up. And then we're going to go back in to do a single in September. And then we have everything lined up to start the full length um, in December is what we're shooting Great. for so to busy, start the full length. busy rest of the year then. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to be, we're oh, going to be putting well, out dude, some really I'm, cool I'm stuff. very excited to stay tuned and I can't wait to hear what comes out of uh, out of all these awesome recording sessions. Dope. Well, dude, yeah, Sam, man. thanks so much it's for coming awesome. on the show, man. This was a lot of fun. You bet, man. Of course. Thank you for having me.